A massive merger in the hydrogen market could make big waves in the future. Microsoft moving forward on their hydrogen news. And SNAM is furthering their investments in gas pipelines to advance hydrogen. All of this on today's Hydrogen Podcast. So the big questions in the energy industry today are, how is hydrogen the primary driving force behind the evolution of energy? Where is capital being deployed for hydrogen projects globally? And where are the best investment opportunities for early adopters who recognize the importance of hydrogen? I will address the critical issues and give you the information you need to deploy capital. Those are the questions that will unlock the potential of hydrogen, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Paul Rodden, and welcome to the Hydrogen Podcast. On a press release on November 24th, Benesir Capital Acquisition Company, a special purpose acquisition company, and e-combustible energy LLC, a leading innovator and provider of customizable hydrogen-based fuel for the thermal industry applications, announced that the companies have entered into a definitive business combination agreement providing for a business combination that will result in e-combustible energy becoming a public-listed company, subject to regulatory and stockholder approval and other customary closing conditions. Upon completion of the proposed transaction, the combined company is expected to operate under the name E-Combustible Energy Corp. and list on NASDAQ Capital Market under the ticker symbol ECEC. Founded in 2010 by Miami-based entrepreneur and investor Jorge Aravalo, E-Combustible Energy offers a long-term fuel supply solution that is designed to provide the world's most hydrocarbon-dependent industries with a fuel that is carbon-free, cost-competitive, and requires little to no modification to existing customer equipment. The efficacy of its hydrogen-based fuel, e-combustible, has been validated through testing and independent assessments by third-party engineering firms and experts. According to Aravalo, we believe a carbon-free future will be best achieved in a win-win basis, with hydrocarbon-reliant industries being empowered to transition to clean and renewable energy solutions without crippling investments. This business combination is intended to fuel the acceleration and adoption of e-combustible, and we are confident that we can help many of the world's largest industrial companies transition to our carbon-free fuel and advance ESG objectives in a seamless, viable, and impactful way. Benesir is a blank check company formed for the purpose of effecting a merger, capital stock exchange, asset acquisition, stock purchase, reorganization, or similar business combination with technology-focused middle market and emerging growth companies in North, Central, and South America. Led by CEO Patrick Orlando, Benesir was drawn to e-combustible energy given the immense need for and potential of decarbonizing industries. He said, the transition away from carbon-containing fuel towards hydrogen and other clean fuel technologies has been underway for several years. However, the applicability of hydrogen as an alternative is nascent. E-combustible has not only focused on producing hydrogen efficiently, but also making hydrogen a true solution for applications including fixed thermal applications. Thermal energy is foundational to a multitude of industrial applications, and we believe e-combustible presents a unique solution to the potential to accelerate the transition to a lower carbon future. He continues saying, We are excited to work with e-combustible energy team in an attempt to enhance value across the company, industry, public shareholders, and society. And as for the transaction, Benesir raised $115 million in its initial public offering earlier this year, and approximately $116.5 million is now held in a trust account for the benefit of Benesir's public stockholders. Under the terms of the proposed transaction, a newly formed successor to Benesir will issue shares of its common stock with an aggregate value of $805 million, subject to adjustment to current security holders of e-combustible energy upon closing of the proposed transaction. 
These e-combustible energy security holders may also receive, subject to terms of business combination agreements, up to an additional 59 million shares of Benisir common stock based on the daily volume weighted average share price of the combined company's common stock in any 20 trading days within a 30-day trading period beginning on the closing of the transaction and ending on the 30th month anniversary of the closing. As always, the transaction is still subject to approval by stakeholders of Benisir and Ecombustible Energy and other customary closing conditions, including applicable regulatory approvals. So congratulations to Ecombustible. And if this deal does go through, a common stock value of $805 million is pretty great. More importantly, I think this highlights the future of hydrogen and where the market is going. This also highlights what we've talked about in the past, with the lowest hanging fruit for the hydrogen market to target heavy industry. And what's important to note is that Ecombustible is not a lone wolf in this space. There are several other companies doing similar things that I think we may see further investments in to also target heavy industry. Next, some more news on the Microsoft Data Center demo project using hydrogen fuel cells. Now, I've talked about this a little in the past, but a new article from Power Engineering dives in a little bit deeper. The article states that the project will test the reliability of a power system incorporating large format hydrogen fuel cells to produce reliable and sustainable backup power. Caterpillar will provide a system integration, power electronics, and controls, while Ballard is supplying an advanced hydrogen fuel cell module. Now, this is on the heels of the U.S. Department of Energy partially funding the project through the H2 at Scale initiative. The National Renewable Energy Laboratory, or NREL, will perform analysis of safety, techno-economics, and greenhouse gas impacts. According to Christian Bellity, Distinguished Engineer and VP of Advanced Development and Cloud Operations and Innovation at Microsoft, we continue to invest in research and advanced development in hydrogen fuel cells as one of the various pathways towards our commitment to be carbon negative by 2030. This latest project with Caterpillar will provide valuable insights into how to leverage hydrogen fuel cells for backup power in our data centers at scale. The project aims to demonstrate that the hydrogen fuel cell system can provide 1.5 megawatts of backup power to meet or exceed expectations set by current diesel engine systems. Along with that, the system will be fueled by low carbon intensity hydrogen. Okay, so a few more insights that we can glean from this article. So initially, all we knew is that Microsoft was going to be transitioning or wanting to transition their diesel generators from diesel to hydrogen. Now we know that that's going to be in the form of hydrogen fuel cells. More importantly, Ballard fuel cells. Now with this setup, it says that they're looking to get one and a half megawatts of backup power. I don't think that will be a problem. What will be interesting to see is how they acquire their hydrogen, where it's developed, and whether or not it's going to be stored on site. Not only time will tell, but I will definitely keep my ear to the ground to see the results of this project. And lastly, in an article from Reuters.com, Stephen Jukes writes, SNAM buys stake in Algerian gas pipelines to pave way for hydrogen highway. Italy's SNAM has agreed to buy a stake in pipelines carrying Algerian gas into Italy in a move that could pave the way for hydrogen imports from Africa into Europe. Europe's biggest gas infrastructure group said on Saturday it would pay energy company Eni 385 million euros, or $436 million, for a 49.9% stake in the pipelines to jointly control the assets with its fellow Italian company. SNAM, which makes most of its money from managing Italy's natural gas transport grid, has pledged to spend more on new, clean business lines, such as green hydrogen. Like other European gas grid operators, it's upgrading its national network to be hydrogen-ready. According to SNAM's CEO, Marco Alvera, 
In the future, North Africa could also become a hub for producing solar energy and green hydrogen. SNAM, which runs most of Italy's gas storage facilities, also owns 20% of the TAP pipeline that carries Aziri gas into Italy. The deal reflects the accelerating pace of planning taking place in the global oil and gas industry, keen to adapt as governments and activists ramp up the pressure to slash greenhouse gases. Eni is working on spinning off a series of oil and gas operations into new joint ventures to help reduce debt and fund its new shift to low-carbon energy. According to any chief executive, Claudio Descalzi, this transaction allows us to free up new resources to be used on our energy transition path. Now, any one of the biggest foreign oil and gas producers in Africa, has a series of strategic agreements with Algerian state-owned energy group Sonatrac. Italy imports more than 90% of its overall gas needs, and Algerian gas currently accounts for around 30% of flows. The pipeline companies involved in the deal posted net income around 90 million euros in 2020. And for this transaction, SNAM was advised by Unicredit, while Eni was advised by Rothschild. Okay, so I recently had a podcast talking about the European backbone plan and some of the large moves going on there. This is one very specific part of that that actually highlights the efforts being made to develop that backbone. Now, SNAM and Eni aren't just big for an Italian company or companies. They're both huge globally. And I'm going to be curious to see what these two companies do with this pipeline and the product that they're moving through it. Do they plan on continuing to move gas through it and create hydrogen in Italy, or do they plan on using green hydrogen created in Africa and pipeline that directly into Italy? Either way, this is a big move in making the European hydrogen backbone plan a reality. All right, that's it for me, everyone. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's episode, come and visit me on my website at thehydrogenpodcast.com, or you can always email me at info at thehydrogenpodcast.com. I would really love to hear from you. And as always, take care, stay safe. I'll talk to you later. Hey, this is Paul. I hope you liked this podcast. If you did and want to hear more, I'd appreciate it if you would either subscribe to this channel on YouTube or connect with your favorite platform through my website at www thehydrogenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day.